The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Whether you're a warrior of the Legiones Astartes, an adept of the Mechanicum, or just a mere mortal in a universe of madness, you'll find a place here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horse Heresy podcast. My name is Jesse and we've got a big crowd today. We've got Will, we've got Dave, we've got Austin, we've got our good friend Wake, we've got Steven, and we've got Caro. Say hi everybody. Hello. Hi everybody. Hello. Hello everyone. So today... Hello you sweet summer children. (laughs) There's... Man, we haven't had a crowd this big in a long time. Mm-hmm. Since the first episodes, <laughs> which none of you should listen to. No, don't. No. Yeah, skip the first. Those are classic. 50? 50? <laughs> are, are we on 50? I'm telling you, we got to put them behind a paywall and charge them as legacy content. Ooh. Well, not, well, not would, now. It just said how terrible they that were. That would be so rude. <laughs> it was a trick. That's yeah. how you make money. You're rude. So, yeah, we're at comedy bang bang levels of uh, population on a podcast right now. Um, oh, right. <laughs> so um, today we we're going to talk about Apocalypse and how it can work in Horus Heresy, because I know Will, Austin, Wake, and Dave. Can you hear us, Dave? Yep. Cool. Yes. Uh, yep. They've all played Apocalypse. I'm going to turn my game down a little bit. There we go. And uh, I want to hear your, your guys, uh, your impressions of the game. Because I have not played it yet, and I've only kind of glanced at it, then got bored. Then not bored. I got distracted by the uh, dark angel stuff. The dark angel stuff and the uh, the bits market while you guys were playing. I was like, I got to dig. Happens to everybody. Yeah. The bits market is dangerous. All right. Yep. yep. Well, so yeah, Will, you are the one who initiated a hey, let's all try this out. I think I think the only one who knows the rules (laughs) or owns the rule book. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) And um, I know, <laughs> Christ. And Stephen's dying. <laughs> That's fine. Mm. You hear the voices too. We've got so five. We've got um, five people crowd around this table. Dave and Will are online right now. Yeah, but it's crazy. Oh, Dave's oh, got the Dave's got one. the Dave's got this rule book too. Awesome. All right. So first off, I want to say yeah. this is not Warhammer 40k Eighth Edition. You need to understand that. Does it have a lot of the same kind of art style? Yes, because that's the the way GW is doing 40K kind of art style and that kind of book design. Uh, but rules are completely different than 8th Ed. Um, it is so much not about competition. There are no points. There's only power level. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if so you going want, in the there, just be aware that... different than everything, really, Absolutely, right? yeah. yeah. They really mm-hmm. are. Um so do not go in there with this just starting out with a negative connotation that, oh, I don't want to play 8th edition. Well, it's not 8th edition. This is Apocalypse. So when somebody says, hey, do you guys want to do Apocalypse 40K or 30K or whatever, understand that more than likely they are talking about this game system and not 8th edition Apocalypse or whatever. You hear that, Steve? Um, what? You hear that? No. You don't? I, you, know, I, you know I can't hear anything. Turn me all the way up. Just blast. I don't Steven? know which one is a... I can't hear anything <laughs> because I'm a... 
just old on the inside and a little <laughs> bit on the outside too so yeah uh so those of you who obviously are um against change are gonna have a problem with anything new let alone a whole new <laughs> game system uh, but if you're susceptible to change and you're open to that then uh, i definitely say give it a try go in with an open mind uh and know that it's about fun and just being able to play with massive armies on a table you know so you're saying that this time it's not about power axes absolutely not don't, they don't even have stats. I've always said, <laughs> yeah, they don't. They're just called melee weapons. That's how simple this game is. It's just like melee weapon. Doesn't matter what. So, Wait, so okay, my, we'll, we'll my, my that, Space Marine power weapon statements. and like a hold on. power hold on. Hold on. We'll, hold on, hold on, We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Oh, I need to give everybody else who has played it a chance to do an opening statement like I have. So, Dave, what's your yeah. opening statement? So, I definitely was excited about apocalypse because for two reasons right i like big games uh with big things and apocalypse for the first time in warhammer 40k gw history fixed the major problem with setting up 48 inches away from each other right mm -hmm. so the way damage works in this game is it is at the end of the um, the turn phase, right? So it's alternating activations, you know, with with the strategy phase, and then there's at the end there's a damage phase that solves the problem of uh, right, which was always you know, or I went first and I killed your really big toy, take it off the table, you don't get to play which is always the bummer of big game Warhammer 40K, even like little game Warhammer 40K, right? So I was really excited about that, and it delivered. 100% um, it delivered. I played my game against Manny. Uh, full disclosure, we used, it was a, it was a bit of a, a, a chess game. He had three knights, I had three knights. They were slightly different in terms of stats but I wanted to test the system and see how that played out. And uh, I'll be honest, man, it's a lot longer than they would have in either 8th edition or under old 7th ed Horus Heresy rules. They lasted a long fucking time. So, Will, I'm excited to hear what you say about playing at, like, a different scale with, you know, some of the you know, the infantry models, the tank models, basically the below the super heavy scale. I'm interested to hear how that game played out. Absolutely. Uh, Austin. Uh, yeah, so I guess uh, there are a lot of things I like about it. Uh, like Will said, it's not 8th edition, which is the biggest thing I like about it. Uh, <laughs> it does have some of that... 8th um, edition flavor? Yeah, that's not the word I really want for it because I don't seasoning. Like tanks have no armor face, have no armor okay. value. They have no facings, okay. right? You have anti personnel and anti tank values for your weapons, mm -hmm. so it's not like a six always wounds and you're only rolling a d six all the time. Mm -hmm. But it bothers me less at the scale they're going for because in in forty k and thirty k, if you're playing a two thousand point game or even a three thousand point game. It's maybe a company of dudes. It's a couple of tanks if you're running a you know a balanced list. Mm -hmm. 
And for me, from a story perspective, that tank has inherent value. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're telling the story of how you're fighting that tank or that tank fights, then being on its side, being behind it, like those things matter. Sure. And that's what I hate about 8th edition is because it doesn't. Like, <laughs> one, one of the main, my main gripes. But in Apocalypse, they're very upfront about saying, yes, I believe you that the armor value of the value changes depending on where you're shooting the tank and line of sight and all of that. But there's 40 tanks on the table and we got to get done today. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're real good about, so like it, it, might, it matters less because mm-hmm. that tank is just one of 40. So who the hell cares where it is? Um, and as somebody who's played it, as everybody knows by now, unless this is your first time listening to me rant. If so, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I play a lot of specialist games, and I love Epic so much. And this isn't Epic, but it reminds me of Epic. Like I, I get the feeling that whoever designed Apocalypse sort of took a lot of design thoughts with Epic and put that into this. Like There are orders, uh, not as many as Epic. I think there's only three orders. Uh, and none of them really stop you from doing a thing. Mm-hmm. But like that sort of pre-movement thinking is important. Uh, there's a lot of maneuver. It's very obviously made to be played, not even on a couple of four by sixes put together, but on like an eight by 12 or something crazy like that. Because sure. the things can do a good amount of maneuvering and like those sorts of things will actually matter. Uh, and there's an air of unpredictability about it all. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because uh, like Dave said, the damage is all done in the end phase. Mm-hmm. But unless you're shooting something like Guardsmen, you can't actually... <clears throat> you can't actually like guarantee that the thing is going to die. Because uh, how, it, how it works briefly is that you have an armor value. It's based on a D12. But if... So if you get hit once... You roll a D12, and it's like every other GW game, equal or beat the, the save value, your dude lives. Great. Mm-hmm. The problem is, if you get shot twice, instead of rolling one die on a D12, you roll one die on a D6. And suddenly your Space Marine 6-up armor save doesn't look that great. <laughs> but there's always that chance, right? I, sure. I played a game against Will uh, where he had a squad of Terminators that had one wound left. Uh, and I think I put like four blast markers on them, three of which were big. Uh, and he had a four up save. I didn't shoot anything else at him because those fuckers were dead. <laughs> Except they worked. <laughs> and it went badly. Um, which I like because it's another kind of mind game. It's not, all right, I've wiped out that unit, time to move on. It's, all right, everything is down range. I can see the explosions do I keep feeding shots into that fire or do I now go shoot these other guys? So there's, there's a bunch of good thinking. It's not, even though it's really simple on the basics, uh, it's not a stupid game. Like, mm-hmm. There's still a lot of thinking and tactics that will go into it, which I like. Cool. What do you and think? to add on to sure. the uh, thinking and tactics, I'm sorry to You're cut Wake off on this opening statement. Uh, <laughs> one thing is uh, the cards... Uh, that we'll talk about are a real big thing that will also add a whole level of God, randomness to the... Um, <laughs> but I'm sorry, go ahead, Wake. So, my initial thoughts were it's great. It's, it's a great new system. 
that uses a lot of the old systems. So it basically fixes a lot of the old problems, I think, and still uses like the PowerPoint values. They still work really good for everybody getting an even base of models and everything. Mm -hmm. And like, I think, would we play it? We played like a hundred points just to, yeah, just to get it points. started. And there was still a lot of models on the table and we weren't running like a militia or anything like that or like tyranids or anything crazy. We were just running like regular yeah, I mean, Marines. How, you, you, you played essentially 30 K army. How many points would that have been in 30 K? Oh, probably like close to 1500, 2000. I'm thinking. No. When you had, when I saw there, I had a lot probably of about 25, almost uh, with the, with the super heavy, 25 yeah, super to 3000, yeah, I think. Yeah. Definitely with the super heavy, but and technically it was way undersized for what an apocalypse game should be. Oh, and yeah. I didn't feel like it was. Yeah. Like I had what was fun what was the, the suggested size for a beginner game? Uh, three hundred. Well, I don't know about the power level, but they they said three hundred. They said three hundred points. Yeah. It's like the minimum. Three hundred is that. like the minimum to play it. But oh, wow. uh, okay. we were doing one hundred, and it felt yeah, it's a lot of fun at one hundred too. And it was quick. Like we did like the first game took long. But mm -hmm. that was because we were still nitpicking rules and yeah, everything like we that. Yeah, we were we were bullshitting and making Will answer every question, which yeah. was a every lot. time we picked up a die. Yeah. <laughs> what um, am I doing? What but it I was doing? really simple. Like, oh, yeah, it was super simple. Yeah. It was easy to pick and up. Even too. with all that, it was only three hours. Right. Yeah. So it was the average it's speed like a for a game, game that size, except we were going at half speed. Right. Because we I think the next game when you and Will played, it only took like an hour, hour and a half maybe. Yeah. And. I didn't look at any of the rules before I showed up. Did you? Like, I no. think I might have read like one Warhammer community article. I think I that looked was at it. point values and stuff like that just to see, <laughs> yeah. to build an army. And that's yeah. about it. Mm -hmm. But uh, like, other than that, and like Will was saying and Dave was saying, I like, I really like the fact that your models aren't gone. Like turn one, okay, I lost half my army mm -hmm. because I didn't get to go first. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like okay, <laughs> yeah. game's over. It's enough. And then like Will said, the cards where I didn't think it was such a big deal, it turned into a really cool aspect of the game. Like, it added a lot of flavor, mm -hmm. or I guess mm -hmm. kind of fluff, you know, where, yeah. it, like Austin's saying, you take away the facings and everything, and you lose some of the, the gameplay mechanic. But, like, the cards added a whole nother, because you don't know what the other guy has in his hand. Mm -hmm. And that, and I didn't have, like, a warlord, so I was only getting half the cards every time. Mm -hmm. And there was just a lot of other, like, little things that can... Like, you don't need to do that, but if you do, it's going to help your game. Mm -hmm. And it was literally just fun. Like, I am literally painting Tyranids again after I don't know how many years because I want to play the game. Yeah, and I, that's I think cool. that in itself is pretty good, you know. That is a good deal, like especially if people that have armies they didn't want to play before because they just weren't having fun with them anymore. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, we've only played a couple games, but everything seems pretty balanced. Yeah. Army wise, I'm I'm dusting so, off my uh, Death Watch and buying models for him for the same. So reason. there you go. So Is this I mean, a thing for orcs? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can do pretty much any <laughs> army now. Too. Yeah. And those cards are awesome. They're great. Like, and you can build your own deck of like you get what three hundred will or something stupid, and then you build your own uh, deck yes, of however many. Yes, the box comes with three hundred command assets, um, and then you can build a deck of thirty. Mm -hmm. Um, either per team or per player. If you're doing a one-on-one, -on -one, it's per player. If you're doing a team, it's per team. Um, and, uh, yeah, you, each team builds a deck of 30, and then you can draw those command assets. Once you've drawn them, you reshuffle them, and that becomes a new deck. Huh. Uh, you never run out. Um, so even in a large game of, like, 20 people with 30 cards on each side, even if you go through all cards in a single turn, 
you can't because you can only have 10 in your hand at a single time. So there, there's things like that to balance the cards. Um, oh, so you burn through those cards real quick. You can, yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like, because I, 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 I remember. Two a turn? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I remember like in the previous apocalypses, like they had the. Strategic assets. I yeah. Think they were and I don't yeah. remember those just being dropped. No, because you only had like two or three for yeah. the game. Yeah. And it was a big deal. These are much less ruinous, mm-hmm. I guess is the right word. Like all your psychic powers are just from cards. Okay. Um, and there's some other weird stuff like that freaking laser of death. Yeah, there's some <laughs> abstract stuff in Which there. Which will be fun because you, what will happen is you'll wind up like reading through your faction, like you've got your army, you know, you play Nids, you play mm-hmm. Death Watch, and you'll get your 30 cards together. And now I don't even, like I don't even have a base set to know what the hell Wake's going to bring. Right. Which is fun. Or you can just grab 30 at random because they're all pretty good. Yeah, we use the base Apocalypse cards, and we used a single deck, and we shared the deck and drew it random, and that was even more fun, because we all knew we had access to the same arsenal, but we didn't know what we were drawing that turn, and... You know, one game, Austin drew the Vortex Missile, next game I drew it, you know, back and forth. Oh, the Vortex Grenade, yeah. Yeah. Um, And that was really fun in itself, I think, just using a single deck and that works for anybody, was a lot of fun. So they have individual decks? Yeah, like Tyranids, like for example, Tyranids have a deck, and then I think like Tau have a deck, and then... Do you know how many cards come in? Like the faction-specific decks? I don't know, to be honest. Um, I would guess, I can take a picture and post it up uh, for you guys, but I want to say maybe 20 to 30 per faction. Some of the factions, I think, like Gene Steeler Cults, who are relatively new, or Mechanicum... Uh, don't have a lot. Yeah, there you go. If you guys can see uh, Dave. Okay, yep. So, you know, in in those factions that have fewer cards, obviously you can supplement with your generic APOC cards. But what's great is you can have just a favorite card for yourself, you know, and if you go to these large APOC games, just be like, hey, guys, when this card comes up, give it to me. I love dropping this <laughs> card down. But there's no cards in there that you would, like, tailor for an APOC list because they're all beneficial, mm-hmm. and they're all fun and very thematic. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is that if you're bringing no psychers in your army, obviously you don't take all the ones that require a psyker. But other than mm-hmm. like, right, there yeah. doesn't seem to be any that was super better than another. Can Can you give me an example? Because I haven't looked at any of this stuff. Um, yet. So there's there's one, the vortex grenade I think does D three of the you roll a save on twelve blast markers onto a thing that you mm-hmm. throw it at. Uh, one of the psychic powers that I used was, hey, you can put a, a kind shield around a unit or maybe mm-hmm. everybody within six inches, I forget. Um, but they always roll their armor saves on a D12, even okay. if they would otherwise do it on a D6. So, like, nothing. Like, one of the cards is steel yeah. initiative. Yeah, like, That was super good. Yeah, but Dave's, got, Dave's got a card. What does that card say, Dave? So, I will say that some of the cards are extremely specific, right? Okay. Down to, like... If you're playing Imperial Knights, the house that you're playing, so you can only take the card if you're playing House Raven or, you know, House Tyrannus. Um, so they'll have like, I, I think on the card they'll have like a, a primary ability, 
um, that that's what the command asset lets you do, but then you can default down to like a reroll hit or reroll save kind of thing. Okay. So you can still include it in your deck, even if it's not super specific, but you can also really build the deck that you want. So I think as the game evolves and as people get more comfortable with it, they will start to build that deck, right? That's their resource management. And that becomes a huge part of the game. But starting off, just using the um, basic apocalypse deck that comes in the in the base game, mm-hmm. uh, it, that's the same thing that Manny and I did. We just threw the Imperial Knight uh, cards in there as well. It's a great way to learn about what command assets will do. Um, <clears throat> I do have uh, my favorite card here, which I did not get to play, but it is the <laughs> Vortex Missile. Yeah, what does that it do? Is, so, I mean, if you the Vortex Missile is Apocalypse, and uh, if, if you guys don't know what the Vortex Missile is, you, you're missing out. <laughs> um, so you can only include the Vortex Missile uh, in your Command Asset deck if you have a Death Strike unit. So, right, this is the... This is the ICBM, you know, this is the, the tactical nuke, right, um, that, that you can launch. And then this is what it does, right? So the command asset can be used at the start of the action phase. Um, when you select one death strike unit from your army, then select one point on the battlefield and place a marker. So you can just place a coin. Uh, at the end of the action phase, roll 1d12 for each unit within six inches of that point. On a two to three, place one blast marker next to the unit. On a four to eight, place two blast markers next to the unit. And on a nine plus, place four blast markers next to the Dang. unit. Roll four. So that's real rude. <laughs> that's real rude. <laughs> so those blast markers are those the bigger ones or those the tinier ones? I think each so one is tiny ones. It counts oh. each one is one, and then you double them up yep. if you get more than one. No, go ahead, Will. You can you can explain this better. Than um, I no, no, that's the like way already got it. He he. Na- um, I would have to say there are some other ones. You you guys remember how in our APOC games, I always or our quote mega battles, uh, which are APOC games that require four sword charts. So, <laughs> you know, uh, but I always try to do like a reserves thing. Mm-hmm. One of the strategy cards is a reinforcements, which is where you roll a D12 for the power of the unit that you want to bring in. So you want to bring in a tactical squad, they're five power, roll a D12. If you get five or above, that tactical squad comes back in as its own battalion. Oh, cool. Or if you want to do Terminators, which are 12 points, you got to roll that lucky 12. But if you do, bam, a whole 10-man squad of Terminators comes in, you know? So there's a that's probably my favorite one is that mm-hmm. whole uh, bringing units back in. Yeah, and they don't um, just come in. They come in anywhere within six inches, right? So, yeah, just I mean, it's yeah. any board yeah. It's just like, bam. Right. So are those reserves or are those units which died already? You can They've bring already in a, died. Yeah, you can ah. bring in a unit that died. Yeah, none of this paying points to have a unit that may or may not come in. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, one concern I have, we're talking about command points right now. Uh, I want to get to list building because list building is going to then get us to the problem I have. Mm-hmm. All right. And there is one problem I have. So list, uh, you'll find that the list and how you build them. First off, the data cards, guys, if you're not aware, they're all free. Uh, you can buy the printed ones if you want, but you don't need to. You can print them all off of uh, off the, the community page. page. Yeah. Did you say yeah. free? Yeah, free oh, fifty. God. Free fifty. 
It's free. <laughs> free, free Games Workshop rules. Yeah. GW doing free game supplements, <laughs> right? What do you think, Will Smith? Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. I hate you for this one, Jesse. <laughs> That's um, how you know we've arrived yeah. when Will Smith shows up for that one sentence. Now the we spent $20 million dollars to get him in here. Yeah, we're going to have to empty so. out the uh, the podcast fund to send him a royalty check. Thank you, check. Patreon supporters. I'm sorry. Continue uh, on. So first off, we're going to go into core detachments, uh, and these are going to look familiar because artistically and... Uh, they're pretty close to the 8th edition uh, detachments. Uh, Dave's holding up a picture right there for you guys. Yep. Um, yep. The main difference is they only have one section, depending on what detachment it is, that is compulsory. An example would be a battalion. Uh, the only compulsory element here is three troops. After that, you can fill in with a bunch of optional stuff, but a minimum is three troops. Now, you're going to start to notice a pattern here that there's no HQs that are required. Mm -hmm. uh, the spearhead attachment is three heavy support. Outrider is three fast attack. And then Vanguard uh, is three elites. Now, if you're familiar with 40K, you'll be familiar with those. Super heavy detachment is three super heavies. Um, and when you do this, if you take an HQ, you can nominate an HQ to be that warlord. All right? Uh, there's also, real quick, I'll side to special detachments. Uh, you can include up to three special detachments in your army for every core detachment. So if you want to bring uh, any of the five special, you have to bring one of the first four that I mentioned. Which is something they blatantly stole from Epic. Yeah. Can you really steal uh, it from Epic? The special yes. detachments clearly look like support elements. So there's like... A patrol detachment or an air wing detachment, supreme command, fortifications, super heavy, like a single super heavy. Uh, so those are clearly meant to support the larger elements of your main battalions, right? Mm -hmm. So fluff wise make. The problem is that every HQ that you assign to these detachments, first off, there's no limit to the detachments you can take. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to take three troops nine times, and have nine battalions that are all going on, and each of them only has 30 tactical marines in it. I mean, that's a lot of tactical marines. We're talking spread across nine detachments, but still. Uh, you can do that, right? Now, the problem comes with generating command assets is for every warlord, now every battalion has an HQ, can be nominated as a warlord, and every warlord gives you an additional command asset. So you can have multiple warlords on the table? Not you just could, potentially. You get one for the turn, and then if you brought nine battalions, uh, and each of them have a warlord in there, you could be drawing ten cards per turn. I feel like there's a but to the end of this. There's not. That's it. Huh, Is okay. that your problem? Is that what you don't like? That's the problem. Yeah. Is that... But now the answer to that is the fact that the deck can only be 30 cards large, and is only um, 10 cards in your hand at a time, right? But just be aware of that, that in large games where you have 10 people per side and everybody's bringing at least one detachment, you are going to be drawing your 10 cards per turn. Um, just realize in smaller games of 1v1 and that kind of stuff, be ready for that. Just know that it's, it's something that can happen. So, and, you can, and you can play as many cards as you want during your turn or whatever your hand is, I guess. 
Yes, as what is your hand is, yeah. Okay. And a lot of the cards say you can only play them during certain phases of the game. Yeah. Gotcha. So I've got a question for you, Will. Uh, which, in my almost total inexperience, seems like an answer to this problem. So when we played our game, and I think when I played Wake, you got a victory point for having like one of the two objectives, and then a victory point for every detachment that you kill. So that's correct. Is that a is point for every detachment that you kill like a standard thing across all the missions? Like is no, that GW's they're not. way they're of balancing? All very different. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Well, hold on. I'm pretty sure each one has a different. Uh, that might because I was thinking, man, if I could bring thirty guardsmen and like a commissar to just as a free card, that seems great. Except those three guardsmen and commissar are gonna die like oh, yeah. fucking flies <laughs> to Elon Musk flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a point where you think are models the answer? Sometimes they are. I do. I, I do want to oh, throw one other thing in there. Choke so rivers. for. For people that want to just play like whatever they have, if it doesn't fit nicely into one of those um, force orgs that Will was talking about, they did create something called an ad hoc detachment. Oh, you're right. Yes, thank you very much for reminding me of that. That's very important. Yeah. So, so what this is literally is everything that's left over, right? Like you bring everything you have, you fit it into the box, and then whatever's left over that doesn't fit into the box, you just like put it on the table and you say, "This is my ad hoc detachment." And an ad hoc detachment is literally that. It's whatever the fuck you have. Uh, the the restriction, or I guess the downside, is that you never can have a warlord uh, as part of your ad hoc detachment, even if they're characters. So you can have characters in there, but they'll never become warlords. So that's a cool little way to kind of, if you've got some loot. Dave just oh. lost power. Dave yeah. Is dead. <laughs> Heard some thunder back there. I think we might have lost Dave. Come I mean, back, just oh, his connection, no. so yeah. don't worry about him. Yeah, he'll be back. It's okay. Well, the Inshallah. Over. There he is. Back. To answer your All question. Right. Okay, Dave's back. Good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, he's got thunderstorm going on back there. I'm running out the storm here, guys. <laughs> that's that's just the warp outside the uh, that's right. the navigators. Don't, worry about it. Don't look through the window. It's the eye outside. You're just gonna find a tentacle full of eyes. <laughs> or worse. Oh, eyes full of tentacles. I do want to say is that the book. The field manual or whatever they're calling it comes with mission generators. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can go down to generate even as much as like special objectives, uh, deployment tables, twists. Twists are something that I think they started doing at the end of 7th and they brought into 8th uh, edition uh, with their open battle cards that they did. Fantastic. It'll be like, uh, hey, uh, guess what? There's acid rain. So everybody is always going to get one blast marker or something crazy, right? Um, and then sudden death tables. If one turn, like those are those are really fun. If one side has got like a hundred power and the other side's got three hundred power, and then the side that has a hundred power is like, all right, well, I get one sudden death thing. If I do it, I win the game. And that's something else. Where hmm. in this apocalypse, they still have like fun objectives for you to conquer. Like there's a whole section in here on war zones, and war zones are each their own specific type of special rules added on to a game you're playing 
uh, Warp Storm, which has like a warp phenomenon table on it, uh, Fog of War, which reduces vis- uh, visibility across the board. Um, yeah, really, really fun and open for narrative. So I think then with that, I want to segue into how this can be used for narrative 30K battle. Mm-hmm. Um. So right away, with what I'm talking about, the war zones, being able to create these narratives, um, the, the rules, you just need one rule book for your group, uh, and then all the data cards, including all the Forge World stuff, is already available for free that you can download and play with. Uh, I use an... Yeah, for free. <laughs> um, and all you have to do for your APOC event is to specifically say era specific only and then list the armies that you're going to allow okay you know disallow your xenos um but allow your standard astartes and they have to be era specific so no primaris obviously correct no primaris no centurions no gray knights uh no sisters of silent or sisters sororitas or whatever the uh uh yeah, yeah. bloody roses. You're playing survivors yeah. of a dark age militia. So that's what we're gonna get, right? <laughs> so then, when once you list what you're allowed to bring, you then have to tell people era specific models. Well, okay, well, what about Solar Auxilia? Where do they fit in? We'll just run them as uh, Death Corps Krieg or Elysian Drop Troops or Imperial Guard. Or I know some mortals that have some special power armor and they're called Sisters of Silence. After that, I don't care what rules you use. Uh, or not Sisters of Silence, but... Um, sisters of Battle. Sisters of Battle, right? They're mortals. They're in power armor. You could to- They can take rhinos and stuff. You could totally use their rules for your Survivors of the Dark Age list, as Austin mentioned. Uh... And all it is, is is up to your imagination. I don't care what models you're using, as long as you tell me what rules they are. I'm not, I'm not going to know your rules. You need to know your stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. You tell me how many blast markers I'm supposed to put down, whatever. We're here to have fun. It all just comes down to the user's imagination. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't um, really matter what you bring, as long as the coordinator says, you know, this is cool. Yeah. Play it how you want to play it. And really, there are hard, like, this is that. For literally everything, when we were talking about this, except Solar Auxilia Infantry. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, we just couldn't find anything that was like, well, what's better than a Guardsman, but has a 30-inch range slightly better than average gun? The answer is not a whole lot, but <laughs> F it. Maybe your boys uh, are Solar Oxys that actually fight on ships. You know what's good on ships? Hot shot LAS guns. Yeah. Like, just wouldn't, bring it. Uh, wouldn't basic Tau Fire Warriors generally kind of fit the... Dirty, exactly. goddamn yeah. Xenos. <laughs> Honestly, that's exactly it, Stephen. Um, but you're right. You could bring, yeah. like, hey, I want to bring uh, an Imperial Guard list, but instead of Guardsmen, I'll bring Fire Warriors for my Solar Oxys. So I, I, well, I got no problems with that. Well, do you think that Forge World is going to put out an Apocalypse supplement for Heresy? Somebody needs to ask that Wednesday. To, uh, no. Or are they just going to no. leave us to our own imagination? Nope. No, no, don't ask. Tell no, them we would love to see mm-hmm. it. Because mm-hmm. if you just ask, you're going to say, we can't answer that. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> no, just tell them, exactly I want true. them. I, here's yeah, what, here's where I think we're coming from that. And, and I think this is why Forge World will not do anything more for Apocalypse than providing the free data slates. Uh-huh. Is we've seen no command assets for anything Forge World. 
So if the Forge World team were going to put anything out, it would be a command asset card for a Forge World model. What, what do you, you mean by then... command asset? Yeah, That's that's the what cards. the cards are the called. The deck of cards. Oh, the deck of oh, cards. That. But they have yeah. rules for yeah. all their models. Because all the, all the Forge World models have their rules. On, right, uh... they have data slates, but they don't have faction-specific or... Yeah, um, there's nothing that yeah. says, like, use yeah. this if you're running a Legio right. Solaria Warhound. Right. Yes. Yes. Right, it'll it'll just say use this if a model has the Titanic rule, you know. Are any of the Space Marines special cards for like Kakaradons or something? No, no it's all just no. the main no. first founding yeah. and Black Templar. And I think they yeah. wanted to keep it like, you know, really basic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. But it could be a thing. Like if people really I mean, get into it, it might be something. It could be that down the road because like, it, it wouldn't yeah. be a hard port, really. Sure. Yeah, just that's the thing. Like, like just because they don't have it upon release or within a month or two of the release, yeah. doesn't mean that they can't support it. Especially later. if we, and I have a feeling, will probably will start running 30k apocalypse games. That starts yeah. happening Tower. in a big way. Might do it. Money I mean, talks, man. Sometimes if Tower you are, sometimes if you want heresy games, ever. you got to write them yourself. Uh, but yeah, Talarn in October is going to be our first apoc game with horse heresy like in a large scale mm -hmm. so and that'll be easy because it's all big titans and knights and robots and tanks tanks okay. and flyers you know it's no infantry so people should be able to just put their big stuff out and try out apoc rules even for the first time Push there's gonna be enough around. people there that know how to play it yeah right but there's nothing saying you can't bring your infantry either I, mean, I thought there uh, was. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I put is a rule put in, in there. there I didn't for know. For Talon, yeah. <laughs> Maybe if, I should If you're an infantryman on Talon, you're having a real Five bad day. Yeah, you're underground and or dead. Nice. Place yeah. your model and on the table. That have, people have complained about that. They're like, well, why can't we have any, if it's APOC now, why can't we have, you know, light stuff and, and Xenos there? I was like, clearly you didn't read the book. And again, it comes <laughs> down to the EOs, your event organizers, to tell people what they can and can't do. You have to run the event you want. Uh, this is just a tool for you to do that. If people are having problems writing lists, like how do I make a Iron Hands Legion army out of the the 40k models? It's, they don't line up, right? Tacticals don't exist. Uh, well, they do. Just you have to deploy them in a different style. They do exist. Yeah. They're just only 10 man instead of 20 man, you know. And nothing's stopping you from taking your hundred plus tactical armor and power uh, or tactical marines and power armor, you know. Or you can play the true signs of the Great Crusade and play Chaos Marines, because you know who's uh, yeah. basic infantry come in blocks of 20? Yeah. Chaos Marines. Yeah. And I will yeah, say I, that. I yeah. will say that after looking at it, Chaos, if you want to play Legion of Stardays for APOC, play as Chaos and just be like, we're loyalist, whatever, mm -hmm. fine. Again, that's the EO to pick faction and all that and change your keywords like that. Veterans um, of the long but war, yeah. but on the other side. Yeah. I also like yeah. if this could bring Veterans back... Veterans of this brand games. new war. <laughs> but yeah we could definitely bring back Ulanor games we can bring back um what was the one murder uh, uh, murder. Murder. murder we can yeah. do murder again sweet, once sweet wake gets all his bugs painted mm. yeah no, <laughs> no pressure yeah. oh shit actually guys i think that might be the next one we do after Talarn. murder yeah there's i mean there's plenty of tyranid players in richmond well mm -hmm. there's also in general there's a i've been saying it'd be cool to do a lot of more uh, Great Crusade era battles. And yeah, exactly. With Apocalypse rules having Xeno stuff in it, it's entirely possible to do uh, a game other than Murder or Ulanor because like, the Black Books all have notable engagements yeah. against certain Xeno We species. could just have the, uh, the Tau be those, be those weird humans that had the gorilla servants. 
what were they called? Interrex? Yeah, we could have the Tau play as the Interrex, and we could go through with Horus and purge them. How cool is that? I do like a good purge. Super cool. Yeah, yeah. I want to see a mini marine now, fight. That's um, what I want to see. <laughs> some things to note. Uh, again, it comes down to your creativity. You as the EO, people will approach you and be like, hey, uh, I got these models. I want to run them as this. That's fine. Or no, you got to put your foot down if you're running these events and make the game you want. I just want to reiterate that. Um, but this, system, this system is amazing, and it is very flexible uh, and fun. So... This, this is going to be the mm -hmm. only game system mm -hmm. I will host from here on out. Uh, after Lofty that, words. that's it. Bold no, words for a man that knows aeronautic and periodicals coming. No, I will not be. I don't, I'll don't. i leave you for the specialist games as the master of those. I will stay at the big event or the big battle plan or whatever because um, I enjoy doing it, but I like these rules a lot better. So there you go. another thing you guys left out, and I, I'll leave that to Will and Austin really, we actually played with a Warhound, mm -hmm. and what did you guys think about that as far oh, as balance yeah. and everything, you know what I mean? So, so I was, played a complete infantry army versus... Uh, Death Watch, uh, which was all infantry except for the Warhound Titan. Except for... <laughs> yeah. The minor um, addition. And my infantry list, like, I, oh, man, it was so awesome. I could deploy, I deployed my tactical marines along with a lieutenant and an apothecary in a phalanx formation. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? No, we'll go ahead. But it was just awesome to actually be able to deploy units in formations that actually kind of made sense for, like, blast marker purposes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and no then templates. on turn one, I was able to deep strike an entire... 20 terminators along with a chaplain and a captain mm -hmm. all within nine inches of his titan I... and i was like all these assault terminators <laughs> so first off that's something i've never been able to do in any seventh edition game or apoc game is bring in all of my terminators on a single turn at once exactly where I want them. It was so thematic to be able to just be like, oh shit, these tacticals are facing a warhound, call in the reserves, boom, lightning, uh, dispersion, boom, lightning sparks, and all of a sudden 20, ta or 20 terminators are there just ready to smash this warhound down, you know? So awesome. Um, but uh, then he Except, gave his uh... <laughs> warhound the charge order, and it ran 48 inches away. A tactical reposition. <laughs> <laughs> and I ended up chasing it down the rest of the game while he just planked away at my Terminators one by So what you're saying is it was super thematic. Yeah. It was. like The, <laughs> the Warhound was like, was like, God, nah, I can't step I'm on out. all those. Yeah. <laughs> it's like stepping on Legos. <laughs> but I mean, when you think about it, we played a little game on a little table with a Warhound, and the Warhound didn't stand in the corner the entire game. I mean... Yeah, my yeah, warhound moved a that's lot. What happens? It's just like okay, I'll put. And this I would have moved more, but I kind of got like Will pinned me into yeah, a little triangle that I couldn't get out of without having to run through a bunch of terminators. Yeah. And I will say that the warhound, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I had a blast. It was not an auto win. No. Hmm. Um, I think they've done a really good job of making. So I, I had it with a turbo laser and plasma blast. Here. Plasma blast going off right now. Yeah, the thunder, yeah, yeah. in the background. Um, and it <laughs> wasn't crazy. Like if I'd taken that in a three thousand point game, 
Yeah, you oh, took, you, you, you took the friend maker pattern. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you didn't you didn't kill my warhound before it got to shoot. Oh, I'm so sorry, you've lost. Yeah, I'm so sorry. End of army. Um, but they've done a really good job scaling the Titan killing weapons for killing Titan sized things. because uh, it like at the end of the day, the turbo laser has two shots. And it'll put down, you know, a big blast with every shot because it's devastating, so that sucks mm-hmm. for tanks. Uh infantry. I mean, it's not great, don't get me wrong, but it's not the end of the world either. Right. But plasma, you're wasting that shot yeah. on infantry. Plasma, it's got four shots. Like You can cook an infantry unit if you want, uh, but really as want Will to? knows, you're not going to cook a 10-man Terminator squad with it in mm-hmm. one turn. Yeah, and like uh, we yeah, said before. And especially, oh, man. I mean, even against uh, the Fell, what you take a Fell Fell blade. The yeah. Fell blade. Uh, it was three turns yeah, it lasted of concerted good. shooting to kill yeah. it. Wow. Uh, and I didn't think I was like I wasn't rolling badly. I didn't, Mm-mm, but it, wasn't it, it felt right too. So I was just like gunning away at it, and he's gunning away at me. And Will's Terminators are running up at it, and she's like plasmaing it. They're just wallowing through. Some die, some don't. It was very thematic. Yeah. I liked it. So it it really was. And then he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta I gotta stop him." So I'll go ahead and lock all my uh, Death Watch in with this Terminator blob and stop them right now um and he started pulling out all kinds of cards dudes i'm talking <laughs> like look out sir like i was putting blast marker after blast marker on his captain and he was just like nah look out sir and shrugging them off to librarians and <laughs> chaplains and everybody and i could not kill this dude and then he breaks combat so the titan can unload on me and just covers me in blast markers <laughs> Uh, and immediately I use Armor of Contempt, which gives me my yeah. best roll on blast markers possible. And I used, I think it was like a Feel No Pain, where if I did take a yeah, you like take got an to armor, I could re-roll it. Yeah. So I got like the best roll possible, and I could re-roll it simultaneously. <laughs> and <laughs> and what, I did hey, not kill spent them. A whole, no. Yeah, not a, not a single nothing. Nope, didn't half damage him, nothing. And it was, I was real rude. Like, Pulled blow the away. <laughs> Pulled the old Grandmaster Skywalker on you. Yeah. Not it even It felt there. so good to like. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I felt like a real magic nerd when I made the combo go off. I was like, first, I'll go ahead and play Armor of Contempt, which allows me to re-roll. I will then, tap oh, this no. land. Yep. I'll tap this Terminator, making him super angry, and he'll get additional damage. Sounds more like and a then, Yu-Gi-Oh player than a magic player. I know, whatever. right? Oh, but um, it was a lot of fun. Random. And then come to scoring, like, uh, winning feels like a horse heresy win, where it's like you win by one point or two points, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like a landslide. Like, But again, I think that might be our meta and our friendly play style, where we're never really out for points. Says you. I know some people, <laughs> That's right. some this, people this here do Black play Aster. for the point. Yeah, totally. Richmond is not a win at all costs <laughs> community, guys. <laughs> the only points we care about are kill points. <laughs> How many miles did you kill? Uh, and how cool did you look when you did it? That's another yeah. little thing, like the, points, the coherency. Mm-hmm. Like, are they, they don't call it coherency. What do they call it? The, oh, the, yeah, um, like the command radius? Yeah, command whatever. radius. So yeah, so if you're a little warlord, technically dude, coherency, and it's half an inch. And Well, that's for the squads, but each Exactly, each formation but the word coherency take, is still there, yeah. yeah. Each formation you take, every mo- every unit in it has to be within 12 inches of the warlord. And if it's not at the end of the phase... Each model, not unit? 
Unit. Unit. Okay. Unit. 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 If it's not, they get a little token saying, hey, you're out of command coherency. And if you don't get them back into command coherency by the end of the turn, they, they just die. They oh, just wow. run, they run away. They, just, yeah. they don't have a commander, uh, so they're like, I'm out. Oh yeah, my God, so like there, there was a point where I was playing Wake and he had a little Dreadnought maniple and he broke it off into two parts because he was in a tight place. Yeah, And I was like, man, if I kill that, I, I could kill his Warlord right now. But if I don't kill his Warlord, those two Dreadnoughts that just ran off on their own are just going to kind of die. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Um, so which was fun. tactic, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So there's but no... Yeah, like the whole maneuver, that's another reason why you want to split your battalions up so you can be in multiple places at once. Yeah, and the orders. Uh, which is why... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Orders are big uh, let's talk about orders, right? Wake um, and I, we, we tried to discuss it beforehand and like be like, you want to kind of mix, or you don't want to mix your units. If you have an all-assault detachment, it needs to be all-assault because when they are given that assault command, they will not be able to shoot. So, so if you got somebody again, it's in not, there like It's a... not in the rules that you need to make sure you're keeping them all with each other. It is... Uh, best practice is what I would call it um, to have all your shooting units in one detachment together yeah. or spread don't, out between Don't multiple. mix last cannon squads and assault marines. Yeah, because the, the unit... Yeah, like don't your, put your assault tokens. marines... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Because like, it's not unit-based, it's detachment-based. So that whole detachment has to move with whatever order you give it. Mm-hmm. Which, like Will was saying, exactly. if you mix it up, you're just kicking yourself in the nuts, really. It's yeah. just gonna be- if you have an assault squad with a sicker and battle tank and you give it the charge order, the sicker and battle tank gets to move twice its distance just as the assault marines do. However, it can't shoot now, but the assault marines can still make their melee attacks. It does See, get that's to use kind treads. Of a- mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it does right. get its yes. 10 up thread shot. Yeah. <laughs> Which gives it, it one attack. it can kind of crush you. And it is, it is like baby's first orders. Um, yeah, it's super not, not like BFG or Epic or Titanicus. So it's not like you so have orders. You have three orders, you, and one of them is really just the I'm a normal person order. Right. Because gotcha. you give everybody an order, and there's, uh, what, the charge order, which take is aim, double move, and then take, take aim, which is you don't move, you have plus one to hit pretty standard stuff mm-hmm. and then the i'm just doing my normal thing order mm-hmm. which you know. move normal uh, yeah you can move make a shooting attack or a melee attack yep. mm-hmm. uh, now that said you don't know what your opponent has placed down until the issue order phases up and then you all reveal it at the same time mm. and take turns going so if you know that he's got a charge order he's going to go off and you have an advance order Maybe rather than moving up the board, you're going to go ahead and move back and still fire at him. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Right? Or maybe you use a card to switch his charge order. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or maybe that's use a thing, charge right? to switch your order to a, f- a first uh, take aim because you want to shoot him up before he gets there. Austin's not I, I know you're exactly. saying. Uh, I know you're saying it was like not baby's concerned. first commands. Yeah. But um, with an apocalypse game. No, you the don't. You don't want. Good. You don't like, want. Six I was not or seven. meaning that in like a derogatory <laughs> fashion. It's just. There's only two you have to worry about. They're real simple. Yep. But it's it's enough to give more flavor and like tactics to the yeah. game. But I mean, really, like the charge thing is like, if you give them that command, it it looks cool. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the dude's and like, things you know, move. Yeah, you're right? halfway like, across the table. 
Like you can have infantry that just go 12 inches. Standard. Yeah, and it no looks awesome it. when all of a sudden, like there's no roll for it. You just double move and all of a sudden, oh, wow. like come movement phase, I reveal that I'm going to assault with my Terminators and all 22 of them bulwark right into fucking somebody mm -hmm. and just shield slam them and start pounding them to death. You know, like they move 10 inches really fast for Terminators. Mm. So. Um, yeah. and, and they yeah, do have like, variable like, move for a lot of other stuff too. Like, and I know yeah, that's which more is a, that's nice. an eighth edition thing. And one of the few things I like about eighth edition uh, is that it's not just a tank; it's a tank that goes ten inches or a tank that goes twelve inches. Mm -hmm. So you start like doubling up those types of movements. Yeah, and suddenly things are on the other side well, of the board. Like the... Now, a lot of the for those terminators and stuff. Do you also have all the different types of terminators, or is it just one general kind? Um, oh, that's actually a great question. Where we can talk about some of the data slates, right? Yep. You'll find that they are very generic. Uh, your commanders, awesome. really, their war gear is not a weapon. Great. Yeah, you're right? not, and you're not trying to kill uh, people be, with your officers. No, the, your officers give your armies your special abilities, and that's why you pay points to bring them. Mm -hmm. And also for warlords, you get your cards. Uh, so but, your warlords are basically the war gear for your army. Kind of, yeah. Very yeah. good. Yes, that's that's well, actually good. exactly how I would put it. Yeah, that's perfect, man. Because you can buy an apothecary, which at the end of the damage phase, he'll remove a damage token from anything he's in base with. Hmm. That's similar to buy and feel no pain or something like that, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I got uh, and quick they question. are very generic. Go ahead. Uh, it's it's kind of a trend. Uh, tangent so we'll talk about it later but i wanted to talk about movement trays if they're like worth it or not yes yes as someone who plays horns yes not yeah not just gw well, but just in general is it good to have them at, in movement trays? yes yeah i wish i had movement trays when i was moving around 30 tacticals at once <laughs> yeah because like in our 30k games and everything you have to worry about you know space and amount so you don't get sure. wrecked by a blast mark or everything sure. and this one it doesn't matter so yeah. if you have a tray you just move them around mm -hmm. okay. and they're getting removed as whole units not as individual models so it oh yeah that also so, helps yeah so you don't have the kind of ugly vibe of well here's this 10 model movement tray that only has two models on it but i need to keep the coherency so i guess it'll work like gotcha. played a lot of fantasy had okay. that happen they fixed that. So it's not per model. Okay. Yeah, everything's unit. Gotcha. Yeah, and things don't have a lot of shots. Like my my death watch. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Ten man absolutely. tactical squad had two shots. We'll pull that card up, <laughs> like if you can, will. Yeah, bring up like or so. Dave. And a lot of stuff is generalized, right? Like my my death watch are probably an extreme example because mm -hmm. you know every dude can have a combi weapon and it can all be different and we can have thunder hammers and power fists and death watch fuck all that <laughs> no <laughs> your heavy weapons get a separate attack like so my frag cannon my heavy bolter get a separate attack everything else is just death watch bolters hmm. that it death watch bolters hmm. uh, so and i know some people would complain about that um for example like if if we were going to analog this right and say uh well i want to use phalanx warders how would I use them? We'll just use them as assault marines. And it's like, well, I don't have the axe or the shield. Well, yeah, but at this scale, it, what is that? They're all going to yeah. die the same. They're, yeah. We're talking about mm -hmm. where Titans roam. You think your power armor and your little shield is, is going to be much different? No, just play them as whatever looks killy and go with it. Yeah, they that, that reminds me of Epic a lot. Like, you don't have upgrades for, like, stands in yeah. Epic, no. right? individual... Yeah, it, no the individual is meaningless. Even the squad for everybody who's not Space Marines is just a subunit of the actual maneuver unit. And this is just like that. Like, 
A regular tactical uh, squad. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go Dave. Can I jump in just just uh, caveat on what Will said with this is where Titans roam. So to go back to the original discussion on issuing orders and that you have to issue the same order to, to the entire detachment, that's correct, but there's a special rule called engines of war. Mm -hmm. So if you issue an order to a super heavy detachment, um, any super heavy detachment that's carrying out an aimed fire, which is the plus one BS, or the advance order can still do a shoot attack and a fight action, right? So they've got yeah. more play than right. the, the which infantry. Makes sense. Right. Sure. And, and this is also really important because if you give a super heavy detachment or even a super heavy unit, right, an assault order, it attacks with all of its melee weapons. So if you melee out a knight, right, so if you give a knight paladin a thunderstrike gauntlet and a reaper chainsword, unlike 8th, unlike 7th edition, that motherfucker is coming in and rolling four attacks with the chainsword and then four attacks with the Thunderstrike Gauntlet. And it is the most brutal thing I've ever seen on a battlefield. And that's huge because most units are getting like two shots. Yeah. Like a tactical squad, just a, a vanilla tactical yeah. squad, 10 man, two shots. And their bolters are not great. Yeah. Uh, on that note, though, it I think... Austin, you hit it on the the nail on the head because it is not about the model. It is about the mm -hmm. unit. And while 10-man tacticals may only get two bolter shots, I had 30 tacticals, uh, which is, you know, three squads, and each squad had a missile with it also. So when I was getting rapid fire, I would be getting four shots per squad. So that's 12 dice. Yep, three with the bolter and one with the missile. Yeah. Yep. Oh no no! Rapid fire allows you to double the shots of your basic weapon. Yeah, one one more, not yeah. double. One, one more. more plus one. So you oh, were right. It's only one more. Yeah, okay, it's only so one three more. shots. So you were right. So three and with the, the bolters missile. and then the missile for four. That was another. That's right. Like to back, piggyback on that. That was another thing we kind of ran into a problem with where mm -hmm. we were um, we were counting. We weren't counting hits. We were counting hits when we should have been counting dice rolls. So that was another rule we tripped over a little mm -hmm. bit that people might want to you know, keep an eye out for of, because it yeah. was like, it's like plus one on your dice roll, not plus one hit or plus one to damage yeah. or something okay. like that. So just another, it, which, which brings up something totally unrelated. Are we, are we good with this? Are we moving on to the next, oh, oh, the next sub, sub No, I'm sorry. That, that was it. That was it. It was just me saying that, um, yeah, like the small, when you fight as a unit, then you feel like you're fighting or when you fight as a detachment you feel like you're fighting as a unit mm -hmm. then uh rolling all those dice you're like man i feel so powerful and you're like oh wait it's just tacticals so <laughs> right? i guess it's not that but it wasn't bad but i wanted to talk about the morale phase now because i yeah, thought that was really cool. really well done um the leadership is on a d6 right uh, one second i'll pull it I think, up i want to say the leadership checks are done at a d6 and uh, Space Marines yes, have, I think my, well, Death Watch they had a seven. No fear. Yeah, Death Watch had a seven mm -hmm. for their leadership, which D6, what, what the hell, guys? <laughs> um, every blast marker you take is plus one to the die roll. And if you exceed it, uh. the unit vanishes. So even something like, uh, like Will's Terminators, 
They're they rolling. take one point of damage. I want to. Or one point of damage. I'm sorry. One point of damage. Most things don't have a lot, so it felt like they were just being. Yeah, rude. most things have just one damage. <laughs> yeah, so. a, a ten-man <laughs> tactical squad has two, um, and you roll morale after you take the the saves. Um, so it's a great way to finish something off. So even if you know Will's Terminators have a four-up save, and he makes all those saves because I put nine blast markers down on him, well, he's only leadership eight, so he's probably going to lose a guy, like hmm. take a wound. So there's. I thought that was a really neat mechanic, and they also yeah. have, uh, is it badly wounded? Is critical. Is critical. Critical. Um, so once you've taken more than half damage, so for most things, like a two-wound thing, it's never going to matter. Um, but like my Warhound, if it takes, it has 12 wounds, and once it takes that seventh wound, suddenly everything gets a little worse. And that's a neat, that's a neat yeah. like thing. So can you guys, like for like real quick, can you take me through like, a round. Let's just say it's one tactical squad versus a tactical squad, and how would that play out? That's all you will. All right, I got it right here. So first cool. off, we start out with the initiative phase. Both players roll a d12. Player with the highest score has the initiative. Okay. Then we go into the order phase, uh, which is uh, marking out command units, setting up reinforcements, generating command assets, and issuing orders to detachments. In that order, hmm. it's important that you do that in that order. Uh, because if you have a card that says, if you generate a command asset that says, you know, reinforce one unit immediately versus reinforce one unit at the next setup reinforcement, then you'd have to wait till the next turn, right? Mm -hmm. Because issue command assets comes after setup reinforcements. All right. So, uh, you would mark any units that were out of command range for your commander, who has a 12-inch range. Uh, then you would go to set up reinforcements. So if you had Terminators that were coming down from Deep Strike, you would set them up now. Mm -hmm. uh, generate command assets, which is when you'll draw cards. Issue orders, and these are advanced, aim fire, and assault. Uh, we've kind of talked about them all. Advanced is your general. Uh, I'm going to walk and shoot or attack in melee. Aimed fire is plus one to hit, but minus one to melee attacks. Uh, and then assault is double movement and cannot shoot. Uh, there's also things like no actions, free actions, engines of war, like Dave pointed out. Um, so that is the order phase. Uh, it ends when everybody issued orders. And then you all turn them upside down and move into the action phase. Uh, the first thing you'll do in the action phase is move. Mm -hmm. Then you will conduct your shooting actions, and then you will conduct detachment your... by detachment. So it's yes. It's, okay. I go, you go. So you'll activate a detachment. detachment. Oh, It'll okay. do all of these steps. The other guy will then do pick one and do it. Gotcha. And you guys will do that until all detachments have activated through each one. So you'll all activate throughout your uh, move. Then you'll all activate throughout your shoot, and then all activate throughout your eight, uh, fight. Uh, once that happens, you move on to the damage phase. In the damage phase, you're going to check if a unit routed. So if a unit that had a out-of-coherency token on it in the order phase, after the action phase, still has not come into coherency, that unit has routed. So... That's why you do orders and you mark your coherency 
in the beginning, and then you have your movement phase. You can move back into coherency. Come the damage phase, if you haven't done so, that unit's dead, it's gone, bye-bye. Uh, then you're going to make your saving throws. Uh, saving throws goes into detail. Um, large blast markers are done on D6, and small blast markers are done on D12s. So obviously it's easier to make your save on a D12 than it is to make your save on a D6. Sure. Uh, then you're going to take the morale test, which Austin talked about, and then the turn reset. So there you go. Yeah, that, that's it. I mean, that, the, it is four turns or four phases in a single, and throughout each phase, you are alternating. So if you do something, then it's the other player's turn. So it keeps everybody engaged consistently throughout the turn. Instead of waiting 15 minutes for the movement phase to end. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Or, uh, no. Steven, sometimes much longer. That's like why every APOC game we host, the first turn has to be like an hour long per side. And then I slowly reduce it by 15 minutes throughout. But I don't think, I think with this system, that is going to be alleviated quite. Hey, Will. That, go ahead. Can we just go back to the routing? Because I think that's yep. a huge part of this, right? It yep. really speeds up the gameplay, and it's a huge part of the the tactical gameplay. So if you have a if you take somebody's warlord out, right, um, then any unit that is out of coherency is automatically taken off the board, right? They're just dead. Well, well so, you can you can nominate a new one. Right. Well, can you? Yes. Yes. W what do you yeah. have to have to nominate a new one? No idea. I just know that Will told me that was a thing I could do. It, that when your when your commander is killed, you immediately nominate another unit who has the next highest leadership in line. Oh, so it's not a character. You don't need a character. No. no. Okay. Just a can. That's why you don't even need characters for detachments. You can run just three tacticals, and then okay. one of those tactical squads is designated as the commander of that element. And also, so we should move, point you out move the little token around. Exactly, yeah. that's why you have those little command tokens. Okay. Yeah. We should also point out um, if you do have an independent character running around, you can't just have him picked off by a titan on the other side of the board. Uh, you can only shoot at independent characters if they're the closest thing. Right. Yep. Right. But I mean, there's no, that's still good to note because if you jack someone's warlord and he's got to pick a guy that's you know on the other side of the board, yeah, you're it, still taking people out of the. It could make things real rough. It's still a good tactical call to make sure you know where they're at. And they're not getting those buffs, right? If you kill the guy's librarian yep. and he draws that psychic power card, well, good luck. You can't use it. Yeah, uh -huh, I wasted it that one. So yeah, it's definitely something to keep aware of when you're playing. Gotcha. Well, we are running up on about an hour right now. You guys got any uh, closing thoughts you want to talk about with Apocalypse? We'll start with you, Will. Do you have any closing um, statements? Yeah, give it a try. Don't be afraid to shape it and mold it to be what you need it to be. It is a tool that is there to help EOs run large games for any narrative setting in 40K, 30K, anything to do with Space Marines. Warhammer in general. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just be flexible, be open. If you're interested in something like this, uh, run it by... The, the local players to set it up and see what they what vibes with them uh but yeah absolutely you can still play a pot game with 40k players also and you just have to enforce the same strict standards as fully painted and must fit the narrative you know uh or you can sink down to the events level. you want 
Yeah, just yeah. sink down to their level where they let unpainted models and have no narrative. Play great time. And they're just fun. rolling die. Pay for uh, But yeah, so just realize it's a tool. It's not. Um, you're not giving up a piece of your humanity by playing this version of 40k. So um, <laughs> give it a shot. Well, change is bad, no matter what. I also have a question. So this game is officially supported by the Warhammer store as well, so we could play there at any time as well, or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a GW. Yeah. Okay. They sell it yeah. all there. Yeah. Okay, it's pretty handy. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Except Dave. they only have four by fours. Yeah. Well, we can make it forever. <laughs> Dave, what do you got? So I will absolutely caveat on what Will said. I think this is the system to play Mega Battles, which is like anything over, you know, 3v3, right? Because it has alternating activations, it speeds up the gameplay. Because it has damage at the end, it gets away from that, all my shit died first turn, I can't play. And you have to figure out some weird recycle mechanic, right? This this is a very intact game system, that really lends itself to big gameplay. Yeah, from what I understand, nah. it seems like like everyone stays engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I would say that don't be afraid to play it at smaller game points too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could be really fun at um, under three hundred power, um, and I think the way to tailor it to your community is just come up with some really cool command asset cards, right? Mm. Um, I mean, that's the next level. The next, you know, it's sort of like what the Oz 30K Andrew Hollis does with the, the um, strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the stratagem cards for ZM and stuff. Like, I could see us doing something like that for our community, 30K specific. Hey, here's a command asset deck for you. And then, holy shit, man. I mean, how cool would that be? Yeah. Handful so, for each different legion. Well, uh-huh. you, could build, yeah. like, you could build command assets for your narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, for whatever side is versus who, you could yeah. just use even your just own. Not, not even legion. Like, yeah. oh, here, here, Stephen, here's mm-hmm. your infinite grave yeah, command you know. assets. Go for it. Or just yeah. like you can make and some specifically for an event, mm-hmm. right? You know, whatever yeah. you wanted to do oh, here, and that in itself saves EO's time from making up dumb special rules right. <laughs> that need to be remembered and like god so many times i'm like guys just please remember if you don't move you can fire twice or you know you can fire twice your never distance did. and it's like <laughs> no, none of us because you forget it's not part, like just yeah. get it's the just cards man not part of it's just not ingrained in the mechanics in your brain exactly right and, and then use your outside voice will <laughs> that's that is my fault but uh the command card asset yeah creating your own huge idea that i'm in love with now dave so yeah Austin. Uh, so two things. One, uh, I've been playing 40K since I was 11. And when I realized that I just did not like 8th edition at all, it kind of broke my heart because I was done with 40K. Uh, P.S. And, and Austin's I'm, only like 14. So <laughs> yeah. um, two years he hasn't ago. been playing yeah. long. Okay. Um, but I'm back now. Like I'm back into 40K because of Apocalypse, uh, which is kind of awesome personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, oh God, I hate eighth. So if you hate eighth <laughs> so fucking much, give Apocalypse a try. You'll enjoy it. Um, the other thing is for all you specialist gamers out there, uh, swap inches for centimeters and play Apocalypse with Epic models. Mm, like I've straight seen, up. Yeah, that looks have, a, have a stand, have a stand of Epic Space Marines, be a five man tactical squad and knock yourself out. If you're a little yes, hesitant, yes. don't want to like <laughs> buy, you know, don't have the money to buy all the big, big toys. Roll out your uh, AT models and some epic dudes. Pick them up off eBay for cheap and just go crazy. Cool. 
week? Um, really, just give it a try. I mean, don't hate on it because you think it's another 8th edition nightmare. Just just play it. Play it with your friends. Play it with people. Play it at whatever level you want to play it at. Give it a try. It's really easy. I think this would be a really great setting for new players because they're not inundated with rules. They don't have to like keep flipping through a book. You have a data cards that are free that you can just look at. <laughs> No, I, I, I promised myself I'd stop. Yeah. Don't have if to you do it again, I hit point. you. Yeah. Don't have to spend every last point yeah. trying to kid out a sergeant. Right, <laughs> and you're not spending, you know, a bunch of money on all kinds of stuff. Buy a couple units, play the power level you can afford. Mm-hmm. You know, have fun with it. It's really, that's all it's about. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was really good. Like I said, I haven't played with my tiernets. They have been collecting dust in my closet for I cannot even tell you how long. Since Shield of Ball. Yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. which was eons ago. <laughs> Yeah. Oh right, yeah, that uh, that shields a ball kit that was blooding. Yep, yep, the whole the yeah. whole campaign supplement. Yeah, that uh, came and went like mm. a passing dream, like most do. Yeah. Like most yeah. do. <laughs> and really, just give it a try. It's it's fun. We had fun. We, yeah, literally, we played a hundred point battle. It took two three hours, and that was a long like a lot of bullshitting. And, and like just, you said, if you took the right units, like smaller power level like points, individual units, you could play mm-hmm. it at 50 and have a good time, I think. Oh, yeah, easy. Easy, easy. Cool. And it, it would just be fun. Mm-hmm. Just give it a shot. Okay. Cool. Also, you know, shoot. If you guys have questions, you know, send an email. Yeah, don't we'll ask, ask us, but ask Will. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll send them all to Will. And he'll or Dave. Know. Dave's got a rule book. Cool. Yeah. We yeah. also have that's, a uh, voicemail. thing, real quick. Uh, <laughs> one question about the voicemail. Yes. Uh, real quick. You only need about one box per gaming group, honestly. You just mm-hmm. need the rules and the command assets and you know it comes with d12s and d6 but i'm sure if you're a gamer you've got some of those already uh but really you just need you and your community of two three buddies of you or four buddies however many friends you have i don't know i've got like one maybe uh (laughs) then uh you guys come together you buy the book and you're good to go yeah and also on the subject of dice because we hadn't mentioned this it doesn't take a lot. Uh, no. Like I think no, you roll doesn't. like if you if you're rolling like four dice at a time, that's that's a lot. Yeah, that's dice. a handful. Rolling, rolling the twelve dice for my tactical squads was the most dice yeah. I'd ever rolled. And in that was rolling three units together. You know, yeah, exactly. Which technically, you yeah. shouldn't do whatever. Right, right. Um, I broke. I'm a cheater. We so all yeah, know this. If if you play D and D and have like four sets of D12s, you're like good. I know you do, if you play D and D, you're good. Cool stuff. Steven, have you been slowly unbuttoning your shirt this whole night? He yeah, came I like that. A, I can see a nip now. <laughs> Free the nipple. <laughs> Free the nipple, man. <laughs> Pasties are for losers. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> I'm from Europe. I know it. <laughs> so, Steven, with all of us selling you 8th uh, edition this whole t- past hour, are you ready to give 8th edition a try? Um, it's We'd actually lied. funny. There is no APOC. It's only eighth edition. It's it's Just actually kidding. funny you mentioned that. I um, had been reading through the 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 new Chaos Space Marine Codex again and reading their fluff and reading stuff. And uh, I was act- I've been saying to a couple people how I kind of miss playing against aliens. Like the past three years, mm-hmm. all I've played against is other Space Marines and Robot Church. <laughs> and uh, I kind of miss. And mortals, you bastard. Yeah. And I kind of miss planting my feet on the ground and watching Tyranids come towards me. <laughs> so I've, I've been ready to, to get back into the new 40K for the past couple months. Huh. Cool. And I hate change. So, like. It's, it's true. 
Yeah, he does. Undeniable fact. Literally every time Ch Steven gets changed at a store, he'll like smack the employee's hand and be like, "Get this bullshit out of my." F I'm not a. I'm <laughs> legally disallowed from using cash anymore. Like, a, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not a big loss to cashier stocks. <laughs> I can only I can only pl uh, pay in exact change. Mm. What do you think? Are you interested in playing Carol? Oh, absolutely. I mean, last Mega Battle, oh, yeah. I played it. I hated it with a passion because somebody made oh. me Warmaster. Also, I did not know any <laughs> of the rules, phases, and things. Like, I, f I had Red Butchers in the Spartan, and I kept missing to disembark because I kept forgetting when to disembark. So they just, uh, I was just sitting in there screaming around in the Spartan, <laughs> didn't do anything. <laughs> and I just had overall not a good time because there was so much going on, so many people, so much random stuff. It's it's a little overwhelming when it's your first. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then I had demons. I and yeah. Especially when you spend I a lot of time sitting around waiting yeah. for other stuff yeah. to happen. Jesse and I actually minutes. played our first apocalypse game next to each other yep. at the Dragon's Den. And said goodbye and then never s didn't speak again for like another year and a half. It was like <laughs> two or three years. Yeah, and then one day it was like, hey... Weren't we standing next to each other? Like, <laughs> became friends, completely forgot about the apocalypse encounter. Yeah. And then it's like, wait a second. Although, fun fact, that apocalypse game was my second game of Warhammer ever. Mm. And holy crap. <laughs> that was a cluster F. <laughs> <laughs> and we're lucky he ever came back. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It was bad. Now, let me tell you something. What that happened? Game of APOC. so bad. <laughs> it was. It was so what like, was I, that? Did I was somebody... playing as. It was sixth I played edition. my Tau. No seventh. For me, it no, was seventh. It was sixth. No, I'm talking was, about the, the game, game I played. I played. I'm talking oh, about the okay. first APOC game I played. Oh, I got you. Let's talk about was, Will's um, game and not ours. Yeah, because yeah. y'all's game, <laughs> bullshit. Sixth edition. Nobody cares. That's so old. That's so last summer. <laughs> Four or five two, years ago. That was two editions ago. <laughs> How many but, years? Uh, this is what it feels brought, like for you, Austin. I brought like my, my kitchen sink Tau army, and I was like, the, I painted up all these guys. I had cool bases for them. My Tau looked really fun. Mm -hmm. I, I liked my Tau. And then I brought him to an APOC game, and I got completely smashed because I had like fire warriors and like a regular new person list. Oh, and, brought your uh, infantry? Like, That's what? cute. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody brought on three bane blades, and I was like, okay, okay, this is <laughs> where, you, this where is are a game your riptides? Where, where's your yeah? It's pay to win, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, and that's the thing. I feel like if I had that army in this APOC, <laughs> it would have been a lot different. Well, it's time to go back and buy some more towel. Well, <laughs> I guess it is. Nobody bitch. should do that. You did want to sell your Iron Warriors. I heard you say that. Mm. Iron yeah. Hands. You uh, already sold his Iron Warriors. <laughs> I can't keep up. Let's just sell did everybody's I? stuff. Yeah, you oh, sold did, your Iron yeah. Warriors a long time ago. Yeah, I can't remember who too though. Sometime Forgot. after the bye format bye. game, Rest I believe. Yeah. But yeah, I'm super excited to get into more Xeno games, like Crusader games. I think yeah. those are going to be a lot of fun. So get ready uh -huh. for more of those because we going to get it in, son. Super cool. excited. All right. Well, uh, then at that point, we're going to go into plugs and wrap it up and call it a night. Go into plugs. Wow, that's way better than just plugs. Plugs. <laughs> plug Will, you got anything to plug tonight? Uh, just Lancaster Painting. I put up some new terrain I just recently finished up there, so give that a look. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. Uh, Dave, what you got? So if you're listening to this, I don't know when it's going to release, but you're probably at Nova. Come by, say hi. 
um, will be upstairs in the charity lounge, right? Yep. Um, Eight o'clock Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday, just come upstairs and uh, hang out. Yeah. A lot of us will be there. Got nothing going Thursday. Um, I'll be looking for some games. Um, I'm at Nova until Monday. So Sunday, if you guys want to hang out or get a game, just let me know. Cool. Word. <laughs> All right, Austin. Uh, well, Dave kind of stole my plug, uh, but there's also the pub quiz that we're running at eight mm-hmm. o'clock. Eight nine o'clock. o'clock. Nine o'clock. Yep. Nine o'clock. God, yes. We nine start uh, goofing off at eight, and then you start the goofing GW, off. That's right. The GW review goes until eight thirty. Yep. Um, Allegedly, so they claim. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're gonna have to keep a backup copy of the. Uh, the, I'll, uh, I'll run away. Yeah. I'll, I'll run away. Okay. Okay. Uh, inshallah. Unless yeah. they tell me BFG is. You got to get back. all the way to. You got to get all the way to the. I'll top. take the stairs. So it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just some bearded guy, red faced and stroking out on like the twelfth floor stairwell. It'll be me. Pass me a beer. I'll be all right. Yeah. Um, yes. And one of our old episodes has an answer to the toughest question that I will ask at the pub quiz. I don't know which one it is. It's the one where we talk about the Cy Arcana from Malevolence. Okay. Well, I think um, the titles are called Cy Arcana. Part oh, good. One, part so go listen to that again. Cause yeah. in our, uh, in dithering fact, through that, listen I do to every single episode a few more times. Just well, presumably sure. not between yeah. now and Nova. But no, no, just, no, no. Presumably <laughs> please now before Nova, because we you know we need, we need them ratings. We need the algorithm. Because yeah, like like uh, like the McElroys, like we've left hidden messages in every single episode up until this point, except for and the first leads, twenty or thirty. No, 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 no. It leads to a treasure. <laughs> if you listen to every single yeah, one, you have to go back and listen to every single one, back, and eventually play, you'll Jesus. find the magic play the fourth, treasure. Play it all in reverse. Play the fourth in order of the moon rise. For about Twenty-five seconds, and you'll find a hidden message. String them all together, because we've got like. 103 episodes right now. I don't know. The treasure Many, is just yeah. as hard. Anyway. Yeah. Straight off the deep end we go. <laughs> that's what Jesus. I did. Anyway. Man. Jesus. Okay. Right. You're good. You got your that, plug. That's what I got. Okay. That's all I got. I'll see you at Nova. Wake, you got anything to plug? I got nothing. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Thank you, Wake, for coming. Steven. Uh, I would like to plug Mid-South Hobbies and Games in Memphis, Tennessee. It is a gigantic hobby store, uh, which somehow, despite being located just down the street, from the uh, Warhammer Distribution Center is still there. <laughs> uh, even if you're not necessarily Do they sell directly to the Distribution yeah. Center? And from what you were telling they me, do. the better of the two hobby stores. Yes, uh, definitely the better of the two hobby stores. Huh. Um, I don't know if you've, ever, if you've ever seen uh, the big like bronze statue Space Marine and the big Aquila mm-hmm. above the door. That's about all you're going to see. Mm. Not to uh, sell short the experience of visiting the Games Workshop Distribution Center, <laughs> but there is a lot less to see than you would think. It's not quite Warhammer World. It's basically just a Warhammer store attached to a warehouse. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there is one good local store out there to go check out, and it's Mid-South Hobbies and Games. Uh, they have a lot of old stuff that looks like it's just been kind of sitting on the shelves for a while, including... That's our uh, favorite stuff here. Yeah, yep. that's how you know it's a good game store. Yep. Um, <laughs> Including, for those of you collectors out there, it has a hard copy of the first edition Chaos Codex. It still has a copy of the um, like the uniforms and the heraldry of the Space Marine Chapters book, which was a limited run sort of thing. Uh, it's got a. It might imperial, not have that for long. <laughs> it's got an Imperial Armor Apocalypse uh, book. 
Austin's Which getting tickets cool to Memphis to right now. Yeah, right. Yep. Um, but even if you're not into Warhammer, uh, if you like RC cars, drones, model trains, all that stuff, about half the store is dedicated to that. It would be weird if there was and a guy who just liked model trains but listened to this podcast. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Maybe, maybe he just like. I mean, well, what? think of it. The heresy train. Yeah. <laughs> the heresy train. No break. Uh, you know I will say the model train shops do have great hobby materials. It's yeah. true. And you know how it is when you kind of like discovering new music bag. when you just start listening to a, maybe a certain internet Filk. radio. And it just like something filters through, and you're like, I like this. Who we're, is this? We're sorry, guys. More. <laughs> yeah. If this is your introduction to the whole model train you know. or to model <laughs> trains, I, we're yeah. sorry either way. Some guys like, um, you know, it's yeah. cool. I'm going to start HO scale training right now. Thanks uh, for Remembrancer's Retreat. Yep. Nice. Mid South Hobbies and Games. You sound like a robot. After right talking now, so. about after talking about APOC, man, I'm I'm like really wanting to a play a game. Of course, I gotta get my jollies off, uh, and then I want to. Do like another sixty tactical marines. <laughs> uh, no oh, more you, gaming for me until Nova. Yeah, I got so much yeah, painting left. Yeah. Um, but they are located on Old Summer Road in Memphis, Tennessee. Cool. Yep. And that's my only plug. But I also do want to say that if you have bought any of our stickers or patches or anything that you can attach to something else, send us some pictures of those puppies attached to other puppies. Yeah, yeah. literally. Oh yeah, send us puppy hey, pictures. Speaking of speaking of creatures, I got a cat. Yep. And, and what is its name? Her uh, name. Her name <laughs> is Mohani Mankai of Legio Solari. Uh, but we call her Solaria for short because that's what my daughter has uh, decided to call her. It her is a very first cute name cat. is Mohani. Raising Mankai. the kid right. <laughs> yep. Except for that whole drooling issue. <laughs> the cat, oh, the not cat the kid. Drools. The kid doesn't drool yet. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we broke Cairo. Uh, not yet. Uh, there has worse worse things have happened, which I'm not gonna go into. But Stephen, why didn't why did I know about a store in Memphis like t- a month ago? I was there twice and couldn't didn't know what to do. Every time I go to a new city for work, I I, op- I get to my hotel room, I open up Google Maps, and I Google game store. Boy, I can't do this because I have to get somehow back on the airplane without having three luggage pieces. So <laughs> oh yeah, no, I just I just drive everywhere. So you say that. See, I can put another plug in for somebody. I think uh, tabletop. I cannot remember the name of it. However, good plug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. awesome. There's tabletop. A, there's a store. app called Game Four. G A M E F O R. Yeah, and it is really good. It, it just oh, shows something, you what local, local stores I nearby. Do wanna yes, ask. and it's very accurate. Like it oh. shows you everything. It's gotten a lot better. So yeah, like one more four. thing, guys, if you don't mind me plug. We do. Too late. Okay. Yeah, you had your Thanks. time. <laughs> no, go, go ahead, Will. There, there is a group. All right. If you're into horse heresy, you'll probably be into this, right? We, we assume you still like Age of Darkness rules on that. Um, so there's a group called M41, and they are doing a bedabbed war uh, sort of like reenactment thing. So they're using the Age of Darkness Crusade rules, uh, but limiting, of course, era specific to Bedabbed War. So that's before mm. Primaris and before uh, like the Centurion power armor and that. Um, and you're using your regular Mark VII Marines and obviously Heresy era because fluff reasons sure. like uh, Red Scorpions and Carcharodons. Um, but if you're interested in a change of theater and you want to paint something different, maybe get with these guys and start an M41 Badab War campaign in your local area. Yeah, and that's literally been going on for like 
two days they've had the Facebook page up. Well, two days <laughs> yeah. as of now, probably like right. 10 by the time you're listening hey, to this. Hey, hey, hey. It's new. I'm going to try to get it out this week. All right, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Nice. <laughs> Look at the Facebook group when you hear this and go there immediately, yep. and then you'll be able to see how long it takes Jesse to get this on. Go do it now. <laughs> because for real dudes, like Bedabbed War, right? You had the uh, the 501st Red Devils was an Elysian Drop Troop mm-hmm. regiment there. I'd be down to do some militia using, well, RIP Elysian Drop, drop troop Troops models. Boy, do I have bad you know, news for are, you. <laughs> those are out of production. Both in meta still. and out. <laughs> but they got rules in Apocalypse. Oh, do they really? They do, yeah. yeah that's cool. Yeah, for those madmen still holding all their Elysians. <laughs> yeah, because Bad Ab War right, really so, is like pre-heresy oh, you're heresy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is what they used to build up the basis for heresy. But Dab Dwar was their first sweet, foray sweet into... Uh, yeah, there you go, Dave. Look <laughs> yeah. at that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get that poster of the Bedab yeah. War. Zoom in on that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fun fact. Uh, Army of Dark Compliance is basically just uh, a transplant of Tyrant's Legion. Yep. There you go. All right. But that's it for me. Sorry for interrupting All everybody. And as always, uh, be sure... To, oh, you got something My else? plug is not done, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeez. Continue I didn't start it. Yeah, I mean, I got <laughs> just got interrupted. I'm used to that. But anyways, um, if you're an Empress Children player and come to Nova, bring your army. Even if you don't plan to play it in any of the events, just bring it. And come to our pop quiz. It's going to be fun, I hope. It It'll at be. least have yeah. some fabulous prizes yeah. and oh, yeah. drunken debauchery. Even if you don't have fun. What are some I of our fabulous prizes, Austin? I don't know, Stephen. I hear that we've been given one recently. Yeah? What was it? Ah, some deck of cards. Maybe uh, like one of those uh, Dark Millennium decks yeah, of the, cards? the John Blanche. I know I donated a, uh, the latest um, revision of 8th edition rules, so everybody can get... <laughs> You could you can come to our come to our chat. I'll give you all eight that rules. And I you got to pay fifty dollars though. Jesus. I also um, put in a free Theranid. 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 Sorry, I didn't I'm mean to make sorry. Did you mean word, How many languages do you speak, Jesse? <laughs> Bonjour, most, of, <laughs> both, the most important one. <laughs> they, they, they add up to one. Demite. <laughs> Theranid. Whatever. Tyranny. One I'm of sorry. those weird ass aliens. I thought it was hey. something else and I just I fell into that one. I'm sorry. So yeah, so we'll have We're I mean, dating nothing. for two years and he still doesn't understand me. <laughs> Jesus. So we'll we'll have some stuff. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. But uh some fun things for the winners, some fun things that I'll have to throw out at people for specific answers. We yeah. might really troll some you're a loser, Guess what? Endless mockery. We're gonna punch you in the back of the head. Nope, nope, just endless endless mockery. That's only if you we catch you cheating. Yeah, yeah. anybody that cheats has told me I'm that you. he is ready to just Pin throw haymakers at people. <laughs> I heard that one of the prizes was Dave patting you on the back and going, "You tried." <laughs> I wouldn't call that a prize uh, no, so much as punishment. But. That's actually wrong because it's him patting you on the back and looking you in the eyes and saying, "I'm proud of you." I'm right. proud of you, son. <laughs> oh, well, even oh, yeah. better. That sounds more like a prize than a, yeah. than a loser's pity prize. If you, if you cheat, I'm going to But if you come in dead last, Stephen will follow you around all Thursday with a bell going, shame. <laughs> no. Shame. shame. Oh, I got, I got something way worse story. than that. <laughs> you're going to hear the grasshopper story. Oh, oh over and over <laughs> and over That's again. our lives, though. Yeah. 
ask Stephen about the grasshopper story if you see him at Nova. We'll keep a running count of how uh, many times <laughs> he's forced to tell it. It'll be good. Yeah, please, please, please do it. If I'm around, I'm going to translate it in German too. It's true. It's great. It's, it's even fun. better in German. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. And as always, uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at RR30K Podcast. Be sure to check out our website, <laughs> rr 30 What do you have? I'm sorry. I, w- I just felt something in my pocket. Like, what the fuck is that? And it is a large blast template that has been primed white on one side and painted silver on the other. Um, for what purpose? <laughs> I'm not entirely sure at this point. Austin's <laughs> making portals in his sleep. It's gonna I'm play. Losing my goddamn mind. <laughs> head and tails. The head and tails. Taking kids. him to the ends of the earth. <laughs> also, also at this point, home. Steven's shirt is completely off. No, it's not. It's <laughs> just completely been taken off. Steven is. I'm he's like a sure scrawny, mustacheless Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the word. <laughs> no, I gotta Google it's Ron Jeremy. Don't. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> don't. Too late, man. Okay. Don't say we didn't warn you. Well, that's browser history. Woo, you won't be able to undelete. Great. Yep. Yeah. We should probably hang sign on, off now. Hang Hope on. you like Harry hang Fat on. Men. Oh. Well, no, he's not Harry and Fat, actually. <laughs> Wait. Yes. You're searching what? the wrong Ron Jeremy. That is not Ron Jeremy. It comes that's, up as Ron Jeremy. That's, that's the it ancient, looks that's like the an ancient Asian. Ron Jeremy. That's, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Like you need to see, like, no, no, no. modern Ron yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. Boondock wow, Saints Boondock Saints Ron Jeremy. Oh, that peak, dude with the perm mustache. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, everybody knows I him. Jeez, I just don't know his name. Well, everybody knows him. Now you've got the name to attach to the face. Isn't he It's a little more disconcerting. No, no. You're thinking of... Machete, maybe? That's, that's J- Danny Trejo. Yeah, Danny Trejo. And he's, a God, and he's a goddamn hero. Or possibly Danny know. DeVito. It's the same kind <laughs> oh of... Oh, my God. We got to stop. Holy shit. All right. Uh, if what you, if you, what if stuff you, are no, you watching, No, we've gone off the rails. If, We're done here. <laughs> we See, apologize so for the estates of Danny DeVito it's and Danny over, Trejo. It's rolled over into <laughs> After Dark. Folks, if you enjoy listening to us uh, talk about Ron Jeremy, Danny DeVito, and... Uh, You're welcome. Danny Trejo... All in the same breath and same sentence, and would like for some reason to uh, throw a few dollars our way for it. Uh, be sure to check out our Patreon. Um, this week, we'd like to thank our top tier patrons. Austin is about off the table. Oh, you're asking for money after talking about Ron Jeremy. There's only one answer here. That's how he Ron, made money in different Ron ways. Jeremy pays the bills. He that talks go- about Ron Jeremy that in Ghostbusters appearance. Oh, by the way, he was also in movies, so there we go. Yeah, he was in Ghostbusters. <laughs> was he? We'd like to thank our top tier patrons this week Alex Self, Ring Chris Mack, uh, Gardner of the Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Pippa. Uh, <laughs> 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 Mike Nixon, thank you guys so much. Sorry, Carol's just realized that Ron Jeremy has in fact been in more movies than Boondock Saints. <laughs> no, and no, no. I'm talking about they ain't Ghostbusters. X, X, X. 2011. Ooh, oh God. Oh. Thank just you. Just trying to think. Yeah. That the all, eight years ago. <laughs> and you thought the all women Ghostbusters was in 2017? No. <laughs> we need to. We oh, need to Austin. Cut, this, cut this short, <laughs> folks. Oh. Thank you guys so much again for uh, listening to us. Have a great night. Uh, be a solid war gamer. Respect your fellow players. Enjoy just hanging out with people. Just be, just be a, a good person. person. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Wade. Yeah, don't be an asshole. No. Don't be an asshole. Don't Keep be that those guy. dice rolling, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye.
thank you guys for uh, coming over tonight. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> Go. <laughs> get out of my house. Later. Uh, later. Thank you very much, guys. You that was a lot of fun. Night. Thank Bye. you.